Welcome to Female Empowered, a podcast for female fitness and wellness professionals and business owners looking for real talk about the ins and outs of the industry. I'm Krista Gurka, an accidental entrepreneur turned founder and CEO of a multi-million dollar health and wellness business. In this podcast, I'll be sharing expert insights and having real conversations about what it means to show up, thrive, and of course, get paid. We'll talk about what works, what doesn't, and what really happens behind the scenes of a client-based business. All so you can take away sound advice and actionable steps that help you become a more successful and confident business owner, all on your own terms. So let's dive in. Hey there, everyone. Welcome back to another episode here at Female Empowered. I'm your host, Krista Gurka. And we're going to get right into it today. We are going to get right into it today. What I'm going to chat about today is where most high achievers or successful high achievers are focusing their efforts in their business and how I guarantee, pretty much guarantee, it's not what you're doing or it's not where you're focusing your efforts. Um, This was really, really something I learned as I started joining higher level masterminds with other seven and eight figure business owners. And I realized, um, oh yeah, this is what everyone is kind of focusing on. And I got to get out of my own damn way and, and get to where they are. So this is kind of what I wanted to talk about with you all today. It's going to be kind of a short and sweet episode. So this is a great short one to listen to. Um, all right, you ready to get into it? Here we go. Okay. What most of us as I'm going to say technical CEOs or technical business owners focus on. And, and what I mean by technical is that like, we are the technician. We are also the service provider, whether we are still providing the service, which most people in our industry, boutique fitness and wellness are, um, or whether we're trying to move away from that. But even as we're trying to move away, what we tend to focus our efforts in is still in like the the weeds of the nitty gritty day-to-day operations of running our business, right? We tend to focus on things like, um, are the reformers perfectly clean? Are the, um, you know, are the straps banging on the equipment? Uh, where is the mail going? Did the deposit get in? Do we need cash? Do we need petty, you know, petty change, um, petty cash? Do we need change? Do we need, I'm trying to debate if I want to like, do I want to invest in, you know, MailChimp or ConvertKit? And when we're talking about, I don't know, $900 a year or something to that effect. Um, these are the things that we end up focusing our time on. And it's really, really not where we should be focusing our time. Okay. We are in this like micromanaging phase. And if you have to micromanage, and I am a big micromanager, I'm working on that. But if we have to micromanage, it means a couple things. It means one, we had a really shitty onboarding process and we didn't train our team the right way. And two, we have a trust process. So if we don't trust our team to be accountable for their own actions, they'll never learn to be accountable. All right. So it's time for us as leaders to step back so that our team can step up or you will continue to be on this 
like hamster wheel of always having a step in for people. And, and the, the real issue is that we do that to ourselves. Okay. We do it to ourselves as owners. So here are the things that most successful high achievers are focusing on as, as far as it comes to when it comes to business and being the CEO of their company, they're focused on vision for the future. They're focused on, you know, we, and I'm going to say we here, because now this is what I focus on. I am focused on the next 18 to 24 months, maybe 12 to 18 to 24 months. I'm not as focused on tomorrow. Okay. I definitely am not focused on yesterday because I can't remember what I even did 30 seconds ago, but I am focused on what can I do today that is going to affect my business 12, 18, 24 months from now. So the decisions I make today and the actions I take today are for future pacing. Okay. So that's where I am. I am looking at six, 12, 18 months ahead of the game. All right. I'm focused on growth and growth that is sustainable. All right. So, you know, people ask me all the time and I've been getting a lot of this recently. Are you going to open up another studio, another brick and mortar location? And while there are days that I would rather stab myself in the face with a fork than think about opening another brick and mortar location, there's other days where I'm like, we are growing so much. How can we make this growth sustainable? And is there a market for us to open another brick and mortar location? Maybe there is, maybe there isn't. And this is where myself, I have to get out of my own head and I have to look at the business and I get people to advise me on these things. Um, so I can look at the business from a business ownership and a, you know, a risk, re risk, reward, opportunity, cost situation. All right. Um, other things successful high achievers are focusing their efforts on are high level tasks. No longer am I focusing on returning client emails? Okay. No longer am I opening the mail in the studio? No longer really am I making bank deposits unless I just happen to be the one passing the bank on the way in and out of the studio. All right. But most of the time, again, I don't even go to the studio more than a couple hours a week. Like this week, I'm going to be in there on Friday because I'm onboarding a new staff member. But other than that, I'm not there during the week. So I am focused on the things that are going to help grow the company and the infrastructure that is going to sustain that growth. So every time we think of growing, so in other words, think of your business like a house. Okay. When you start out, you have one floor, right? So your foundation is stable. You have to just, hopefully you didn't make it of straw and hay, and it's built so that the big bad wolf can't blow it down. But once you get ready to start to grow and you start to add on a second floor, you have to really, really make sure that your first floor, your foundation is dry and solid and can withstand that additional weight on it. Right. And so now when I'm going to be adding a third floor and a fourth floor, same thing, I need to make sure that the first floor, that the foundation is strong enough to withstand the extra weight of extra business. Okay. Because there comes a point, and this is something that I was just talking about with a colleague the other day that I'm, you know, having some, she's helping mentor me a little bit. And we were talking about, there's a point sometimes where even having three or four studios is, big. So there's a lot of moving parts, but it's not big enough to have 
to get to the point of scale. Okay. So you're kind of in this no man's land. You're kind of in this, like one is nice and easy. Two is a little harder. Three is kind of like, where am I going? And sometimes it takes seven, eight, nine, ten physical locations until you get over that hump and everything kind of starts am- amateurizing, right? I don't even know if I said that word properly. So there's sometimes this like business no man's land where you're kind of stuck in this. I'm not really big enough yet, but I have all of these things that I have to keep, you know, working hard at. So, you know, the, these are decisions that as business owners we need to make. These are high level tasks and high level decisions. The other thing that a lot of high achievers are focused on is the actual customer experience and the customer journey from a tactical standpoint, a tactical standpoint at Pilates in the Grove. And with some of our inner circle, our growth members, what we've really been doing is we've been extrapolating data from their customer experience and really being able to interpret how many touch points does it take to get to a certain conversion level? So let me say that in plain English. So it's not too confusing. We have been able to find for some businesses that if you touch, and I'm saying touch in air quotes, not physical touch, but if you touch a new client four times, the likelihood that they will enroll into a larger term package goes up to 60%. Okay. So by touch, we mean, did you send them a text? Did you talk to them in the studio? Did you give them a phone call, an email, maybe a mailer, um, whatever your touch points could be that the likelihood that they will enroll in a long-term membership goes up to over 60%. So then it becomes very binary for us as a business where I can trickle down to my staff, my manager, or the, even the instructors and the administrators and say, it is important that we have at least four touch points on every single new customer that comes through the store. All right. And so it becomes very binary. What were the touch points? So one girl can say, I texted this person on the state check. Another person can say, I texted this person on this date, check. The instructor can say, I personally spoke to this person on this date, check. And maybe someone else is like, oh, I DM them over on Instagram or I tag them in a post, check four times. And then we track this data so we can see, do we need to change it? Do we need to amend it? What's working? What's not working? Which are the touch points that work the best? We have found that text, in-app, push notifications and social media posts work better than phone calls and email. That's what we have found in our business. Hey, I wanted to take a moment and interrupt this episode real quick. If you are enjoying what you're listening to and have listened to any other of my content and are interested in seeing if I would be the right person to help you grow, start, or even support you wherever you are on your fitness business journey, I invite you to schedule a free discovery call with me and see if we're the right fit to work with each other. You can go ahead and grab a time at www.kristagurka.com slash discovery. And I really look forward to chatting with you. Okay, so these are the high level customer journey experiences that I am focusing on as a leader and what we help the the leaders in our business focus on. And this is where sometimes I have to say that is no longer your job. Okay, stop worrying about 
you know, the emails going out and start worrying about these higher level tasks. Have somebody run, you know, do the laundry, hire that out, whatever the case may be. Now, some people would be like, well, I'm not there yet. I can't afford that. Okay. You don't have to start all the way up here, but you can start by saying, it's not a good use of my time to be doing my laundry, especially if you have to take it home with you, which is what I did for the first five years of my business. You can hire a service. Okay. If there's laundry, we actually invested in installing washers and dryers in all of our locations so that the staff can do the laundry during the day. Um, bookkeeping. That's another thing where some people are like, Oh, I don't know. I don't want to like hire a bookkeeper. Okay. And if you need someone, I'm going to shout her out right now. You can hire fit money coach. Sandy York is an amazing bookkeeper and she works specifically with boutique health and wellness, female business owners. So Sandy York fit money coach. She's amazing. All right. She will make your life significantly more, significantly more easier, significantly easier. Get that shit off your plate. All right. You don't need to be focused on that kind of stuff. All right. So the other thing that high achievers are focusing on is how to become better leaders. Okay. The best leaders create other leaders. The best leaders cross the finish line with other people, not on their own. So many high achievers are, because we're such visionaries, we really, really have to work at being great leaders and creating a, an experience, a culture, the same way we want to create this experience for our clients. We want to create this experience for our team. Okay. I want to treat my team, my staff, the way that I would want them to treat our clients and our customers. And I have to work on that every day. I have to be okay to say, I'm sorry. I acknowledge when I'm wrong, which I am a lot of times. Um, I'm working on improving my communication skill and I'm really working on stepping back so that my team can step up. Even if it irks me sometimes the way people do things. All right. I'm going to give you like a perfect example. So right now I have taken over onboarding a little bit because our studio manager actually just went out on maternity leave. So I decided, and we're short staff. So I'm like, you know, I'll step in and do it. It's great. It's good for me to learn the process, do the process again, see if we need to tweak anything. And I was observing because we have a very solid onboarding system. Okay. That is already laid out. So when people come on board, they we're not guessing what we're doing. Part of that is watching our new instructors teach and giving them real-time feedback. So um, I was watching one of our newest instructors. I was observing her class. And, you know, even though there were definitely times throughout the, and I was like, oh, I love that cue. Or, you know, I'm not, I don't think people are understanding her cues or I wouldn't have done that exercise. And, you know, I thought she did a great job, but there's like little things that I was like, oh, I don't know. Like, I wouldn't have done that. I wonder how people, and it was hard for me to read the vibe of the clients um, and you know, my biggest thing is always, will people continue to come back? Cause if, if, if any of you are out there are, you know, own a yoga studio or a Pilates or even physical therapy, when you're trying to offload people onto other people's schedules, the biggest thing is like, Oh, I just want to wait for you. Or we have in our head, like they don't want to work with anyone else, but 
the truth of the matter is sometimes that's just our ego talking. Right. And so when, when she got done with class, probably 50% or more of the clients went up to her and were like, Oh, we love that class. That was so great. When else do you teach on the schedule? Um, we hope you're going to get more classes. And she, she really is much. She's very friendly. She's outgoing. She has like a good vibe to her. So I think sometimes, especially when we have been doing this for a long time, we have this kind of like knowledge gap where we're always thinking, you know, we're like always thinking about, Oh, that could be better. And this could be this, and this could be this, but sometimes the clients, they don't really care what you teach. They care about their connection with you. And so it, it's a p- perfect example of how sometimes as low um, owners, high achievers, people that are always thinking, go, 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 that it's really hard for us to get out of the weeds. It's hard for us to see the forest through the trees. So what we actually have to do is we have to take a little helicopter or we have to get our drone and we have to pull ourselves up above the forest so that we can see like, ooh, there's a river over there and that's where we need to get, right? But when you're down in the weeds and you're in the forest, you can't see like past a foot in front of you. We need to get ourselves up above the forest so we can see everything in a 30,000 foot view, all right? That's where we should be spending our time. High achievers, successful high achievers, people that have really gotten the hang of running a sustainable business, do not get mixed up into the little ticky tack things throughout the day. All right. It's time for us to hold other people accountable, pass the torch for those things, give up control, let go of the vine, whatever cliche you want to use so that you can get yourself up to this 30,000 foot view. So that you can pull yourself up above the trees and then see the entire forest, see what's available to you to the front, to the back, to the side, right? Rather than just being bogged down. And that's really where people start to feel this constant, I feel like the walls are closing in on me. I feel like I'm chasing my tail. And that's because you can't really see up here where you need to go and where you want to go and how, which route you need to take to get there. Okay. So. We're going to end this with a really, you know, it's going to be a short episode. What was that? 15, 20 minutes. So anyways, if you enjoyed this episode, I would love for you to leave a review, scroll down right now. You can do it while you're walking or listening, scroll down on your phone, hit a, hit a number, hit a star, maybe leave a few words. See, you would have already been done by now. So that would be great if you could do that. Also, to help you with some of these getting yourself up into this, you know, like higher level tasks, we will be releasing um, for Black Friday and Cyber Monday some incredible discounts on my done for you resources in my library. So set a notification um, for Friday, November, whatever it is, the Friday after Thanksgiving. Um, which I think is November 18th and then also November 21st, which we will be releasing these amazing resources. And one of them is our um, hiring playbook, which basically has our entire onboarding process in there. And so set an alarm, set a reminder. They're going to be available for four days 
um, some great resources, which will save you time and money and energy and set yourself up for success moving into 2023. All right. So until next Tuesday, my friends, bye for now. Hey there. Thanks so much for listening today. But before you go, could I ask you to take a minute? Okay. So maybe like two minutes and leave me an honest review about the podcast. It really does help me get this podcast in front of more women in healthcare, wellness, and fitness. And also really lets me know that I'm actually sharing information you all like to listen to. Thanks again and catch you all on the next episode. Thank you for listening to this episode of Female Empowered. If you like what we covered today, please leave a review for the show. This helps other female fitness and wellness professionals find the podcast and lets me know I'm sharing helpful information with all of you. If you'd love to get even more insights and find resources to help you market, streamline, and grow your clinic or client-based business, you can visit me at kristagurka.com or follow me on Instagram at kristagurka. That's at C-H-R-I-S-T-A-G-U-R-K-A. See y'all next time.